this is honestly what I wanted out of this. Like when I first started like doing podcasting, you know, when we first started this mm -hmm. iteration of the untapped potential podcast, I really just wanted to meet cool people that I would have probably never met before and hear stories that I would have never heard before. Cause honestly, ultimately what happens with me is I come away inspired by these conversations and right. I just bring like a new outlook to everything else that I do because it's like, I'm bringing a piece of these people with me. What's up, everybody? This is the Untapped Potential Podcast. And today, it's happening with us because this is our season finale. Season two is under wraps. We recorded another 15 interviews. And today, we're going to reflect on some of the top moments that we've experienced. What do you, what think, do you think about think? the season, man? Man, I think this was easily, you know, the best season yet. I think we learned a lot in season one. And we applied a lot of the things that we've learned in season one. And, you know, it goes to show that, you know, you could start something and not have a whole lot of experience in it. And, you know, you just dive into it and like, you just kind of learn as you go. And like, clearly like, you know, our set is different now. The way we approach interviews is different now. Um, we just interviewed Alisa who flew from LA, you know, someone yeah. flew, flew from LA just for, just to interview with us. She literally landed, got an Uber here, interviewed and Ubered back to the airport to go back to LA because she has other commitments. You know, the fact that someone came from another state that's crazy. But she also mentioned that she really appreciated us because we made her feel comfortable before mm -hmm. we started the interview, you know? And, and it's kind of funny because that's something we used to not do. Like we used to just dive right in because yeah. we were looking at it in the terms of like, all right, we have a few interviews to, in to do today. Like we just got to like get them done. Uh, we got to respect people's time, but you know, it, it's just part of the learning process. So, you know, I'm really happy with where we're at right now. Um, clearly, you know, we're making an impact. We went viral Right. on TikTok this season. Um, and a lot more people are appreciating our interviews. So I'm, I'm really happy with the impact that we've been making on the community. Yeah, we definitely grew a lot, man. I mean, from episode one to 15, like you mentioned, we we're on that tabletop. It felt a little formal. We've been uh, really looking and in, in tweaking after really each episode, you know, and, um, and growing from there. And you can really see the growth from episode one to 30 at this point. Right. Two seasoned, two seasons into it. Yeah, and like you mentioned, man, we went viral for the first time. Who knows? By the time this clip comes out, uh, we might have gone viral again. Who knows? <laughs> right. No, seriously. And I think it's worth to note, too, you know, we don't do this to go viral or, like, to blow up on yeah. anything, but that's just kind of, like, what comes with it. You know, we went viral because, you know, the algorithm picked up the video, and it just so happens that, you know, a lot of people like to have discussions under certain videos um, shout out to Trippy Barber because it was actually uh, a clip from her interview that went viral about her, you know, being uh, a woman in a men male dominated industry as a barber. And, you know, how she had like a certain experience with the male client who was uh, being sexist toward her. Right. Um, and so, you know, I I'm just happy that, you know, that our our platform is getting out there and that people are learning more about us because, you know, ultimately our goal is to inspire people and to share the stories of people who are putting in work. So ultimately right. that's what we're doing. So. Yeah. And as we um, prepare for season three, we already, we already have a couple great guests lined up. Um, oh, and sure. so it's, it's looking pretty solid for the future, man. So I'm pretty excited about that too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep that under wraps for right now. You'll right. have to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and TikTok If you want to be the first to find out who's going to be on season three, but yeah, we got some heavy hitters for season three for sure. So I got a question for you, Max. Yeah. Um, Let's let's talk about some of the best moments from this uh, this season. Yeah, there was a lot. 
We're at the the underscore untapped potential, both on TikTok and, and Instagram. And Max, we uh, we'll just get right into it. This was your first choice. I don't know if you want to voice over it before we play. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, this was actually our first interview, not our first episode. We did a solo episode first, but this was our first interview for season two with Coach D. Um, you know, he, he's, a, he's a performance coach out of Kent, Washington. And I, I really like this clip because he talked about how, um, you know, as a coach, he's constantly working with youth. And there was a particular kid that he worked with you know, had low self-confidence, was a little on the bigger side, Mm -hmm. um, you know, came from like, you know, a a difficult background, single mom. And so he, he kind of saw that in him and he, he did his best to try to invest in him and try to get him to, you know, have more confidence in himself. And then he tells this story that we'll play right now about the kid when he runs into into him later on. Uh, I had a, I had a young man that, uh, his mom brought him in really overweight, lacked confidence, Immediately, I felt like, okay, I, I need to really help this kid. So over the years, I prayed for him, man, worked out with him, did special visits to the house five years later. And I'm talking, this kid went from 300-something pounds to, I mean, he shredded. And I see him running through the streets of Renton. So I get up to the light, and I look over, and I'm like, I know him. I know him. And I roll the window down, my daughter's in the car with me, and I'm like, I'm like hey, man, how you doing? And he's like, Man, I'm doing good, Coach D. Man, I love you, man. Like, look at me, man. I'm running, I'm boxing, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then he later goes on to, you know, reach out yeah. to me on on Instagram. He direct messaged me, and it's just like this spill, man. And I'm just like, wow, you know, like tear you up, you know? Yeah, that's like, tear deep. you up, and you're like, okay, this is what it's about. Yeah, see, I really like this clip because I feel like it just really goes to emphasize what we want to do here at Untapped Potential: mm-hmm. share stories of other people who are chasing their passions. And I think Coach D is like the epitome of that, right? Because his passion is to help others. Right. And so we want to help others. And we gave someone else who's helping others a platform. And stories like this are just so powerful because it goes to show that, you know, you can chase your passion and you can help others at the same time. And I, I just really like this story. It was cool. Yeah, not only that too, you know, like um, Coach D has had a history of, of different, this was just one example, but as I've worked with him through Dripped and he's modeled for the brand, um, I've run across a bunch of people who message me of stories about him and how he's influenced their lives. So um, the fact that this was just one example, this is just one example of the many that he has. And I think like you mentioned, it exemplifies what we're trying to do. Right. Yeah, no, it's cool. And he's a real humble dude too. It was really cool having him on the podcast. This is the Vozy episode. This was your other choice as well. Yeah, man. Vozy, solid dude as well. He's in the real estate, uh, uh, field and he's also a rapper so i thought that was really cool and i really like how you know he has like a mission statement to bring like real estate and rap together in order to you know uh make an impact in in his business and this story here specifically spoke to me because i really like how you know he he took the risk of leaving his job in corporate America in order to pursue his passion. Mm-hmm. And he shares a story of, I think it was a manager or a supervisor or something of his that told him, you know, what, what he's about to share here and the impact that it had on his view. This is a lot deeper than this title. At my last corporate gig, one of my uh, managers, he's like, look, man, if you want to be successful in the corporate world, you can have two of three things, but not all three. You can have that corporate climb, right, where you go from developer to senior developer to director to executive. The second thing is you can have good, you know, mental and physical health. 
And the third thing is you can have, you know, like a good, you know, family slash social life. And that was pretty much like the crystallizing moment for me to realize, you know what, this is, this is not what I want to be doing. And like life is a lot deeper than this title right, so at my last. You see, I think that spoke to me because I myself work in corporate America. You know, I just graduated from college like three and a half years ago. I've been working there for three and a half years. And I could see that already. Like what he said there is because like I, you know, in corporate America, you have to do your job, get it done. And if you want to move up the ladder, you got to put in those extra hours. And I could see how if you want to move up, you do have to start sacrificing mm -hmm. something, whether like he said, whether it be your health or like your family and your social life. And I, li I like and I respect how he said, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to pursue what I'm passionate about. Right. Yeah. I mean, that speaks to the corporate burnout that I think a lot of us who work in corporate America feel like. And I've really resonated with what he was saying, too. And when I put my career in a perspective, I feel like I've had to make those trade offs. And I feel like this particular reel was really relatable to a huge audience. This was actually one of our most popular ones that we've had. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Bozy. Yeah, shout out to Bozy, man. Good guy. All right, and this is uh, my third pick. Uh, Priscilla Creates, you know, she's a really good friend as well as someone that we had on the podcast. I met her through her photography, actually, when she came through and she did some photography for, for your brand, Drift, right. which I was modeling for. Um, so, you know, I, I already knew a little bit about her story, but she really opened up on the podcast and talked about, like, how photography is connected to her life mission and you know, where she came from in Mexico and stuff. And in the specific reel, she talks about, you know, how, you know, she didn't really know why she had gone through certain like, uh, you know, troubling traumatic events growing up and why she had to kind of struggle a little bit. And it's just cool how, you know, she was able to frame it in a way like I had to go through that in order to give back to people. And, and she's connecting her, her uh, passion for photography with that. So let's see. the clip. To see all, all this poverty, all this, like pain and until this time that i went back i was like okay you know what i am going to get these people's art and sell it in the right. u.s and pay them double than what they sell and if in any way my photography can help like i'm gonna do that that was the point where like my photography found its purpose you know i i always wondered that in my heart like why did it happen and yeah like you mentioned this is where yeah. she really found her purpose and why she had to go through all that struggle and in her experiences in order to give back to that same community that she was raised yeah. And she's there today. I mean, today is in December right. when we're filming, but she's she's back there and actually doing exactly what she set yeah. out to do, which is really incredible to see. Shout out to Priscilla Creates. Yeah, shout out to Priscilla. I really like this, though, because and her story in general, because that's another big reason why we have this podcast is because we want to help people find their purpose. We want to help people, you know, take that risk and pursue what they're passionate about because we want to show them there's people out there that are doing that. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a minority, if you're a woman, if you're someone, you know, trying to break into an industry where you're underrepresented, you can do it. And there's people out there that are doing it. And that's what we want to show you here on this podcast. All right. So my next clip is the one that actually went viral, which oh, yeah. when we were filming it at the time, we weren't really expecting that conversation to hit as much as it, as it did, um, you know, when it went on the Internet. Right. Um, and at this point, it's had over a million views and it's when. Uh, Trippy Barber, who's obviously a barber, um, she owns her own uh, studio, um, Elevated Lounge, and uh, this was a story when someone approached her asking if uh, if there were any barber appointments open. Yeah, but I want a haircut from a barber, and I look at him and I'm like, "No, I'm a barber," wow. and he's like, "Don't get me wrong, but like a guy, not a girl, Ooh. like." 
Did he know that that was your barber shop? No, I wasn't going to like sit there and explain to him I'm a barber right. and I don't know this, all these recognitions and like, you know what? I just don't want your service at that point. So that one, I mean, you can see why it went viral, but at yeah. the time it, it was, I mean, obviously it was shocking, but then you read the comments and yeah. obviously there's sentiments in, in both different directions, right? Like, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it just comes down to, like, what drives, um, I guess, views and, like, engagement on social media these days. And sadly, it's it's controversy, right. you know? That's really what, what it is. That's why uh, companies like TMZ and all those are so big because they love to drive controversy. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we put this out, we were not trying to drive controversy. Right. Our point was to tell uh, Trippy Barber's truth, which she shared, mm -hmm. about how, you know, she does face, like, you know, hateful things like, like, what she experienced here in this clip of a, you know, of a guy that came into the barber shop and disrespected her by saying, you know, like, no, I want like a guy barber, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of people missed that point where yeah. he clarified, Oh, I want a real barber, yeah. a male barber. Yeah. And that's, that's at that point, it's, it's not preference. It's sexism. Right. Exactly. And, and that's what the majority of the comments on the TikTok are. It's just people, you know, no, he just has a preference. No, it's sexism. And it's pretty much just these two sides arguing back and forth, which, you know, I think for us, it's cool because there's people that have followed us and stuck around and mm -hmm. they see that we have content that's more than just like controversial. We're literally out here just telling people's true stories. But, you know, with that comes trolls and people with like just hateful comments. And, you know, you just got to drown out the noise and just focus on our purpose. And I think, you know. It's cool, though. Shout out to Trippy Barber because I'm sure she got a lot of following and a yeah. lot of support, too. A lot of the comments in there, too, were very supportive toward her. Yeah, I would say the overwhelming majority were really supportive with yeah. uh, with what she was saying. So shout out to Trippy Barber. Elevated Lounge in Everett, Washington, if you want to go get her haircut from her. Um, all right, so this next one is uh, our episode with uh, Nick Taronis. Nick Taronis yeah. was the early childhood development, uh, director of early childhood development. Um, and he was talking about his experience cause right now his, his role as an early childhood educator was really his only, his second job in, right. in, his, in his life. Um, and he's been doing this for, I think 15 years is what he was saying. So a really long time, but his first job was really interesting. So we'll, we'll flip it over to the clip. Really drawn to it and have stuck in it for, um, a little over 15 years now. I mean, this is my second job ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never had any other job. Wait, what was your first job? Uh, <laughs> I worked at the Linwood Target. No way. Women's nice. lingerie. Ooh. Oh, I think they were, when I look back at it now, they were messing with me and just like kept assigning me. To <laughs> they that. put you there. Yeah. I'm also, <laughs> that's funny, man. That's messed up though, that they put them yeah. there, like try to mess with them. Um, and there are a couple of reels that at the time of this recording, we weren't able to edit yet. But yeah. in the future, which will be when this video drops, it'll be, it'll be available. They're out. So yeah. we'll just go ahead and talk about those. No, for sure. There's a couple. I just kind of want to touch on, like, you know, everybody in this season was great. We're, we're just touching on, like, a few yeah. of the moments that stood out. Um, but another moment that really stood out for this season, for me specifically, that really touched me was our interview with Toby. Um, who is the owner of a restaurant called Afghan Cuisine in Bellevue. And they're also, I think by the time that this show drops, 
um, this episode drops, they'll already have their location in Kent open as well. Right. And we'll um, film a vlog segment on that. Yeah. So y'all have, uh, you know, this ep- that episode is already out. So, you know, go check that out. But yeah, Toby um, had a very powerful story. You know, we got so deep that like we even had to pause like the interview halfway because like we had to just talk like person to person, you know, like right. it got that deep. And I just feel like his story is so powerful, you know, about all the struggles that his dad and him went through like trying to start this business here in the Seattle area with like going from having a business just fail just due to like financial reasons and then having a business burn down after that. And then just all the blessings that they got after that. I think for me, that's just like such a big emphasis. Like when you're on the road to success or when you're on the road to chase your passions, like you're going to reach the worst of the worst sometimes. Like you're going to reach some crazy roadblocks, but their story is like just a big um, reminder that like you just got to keep going. Right. Know? He keeps, he, I think you, like you mentioned, he kept persevering through adversity. Yeah. And despite the fact that, you know, his restaurant burned down. Right. Um, He still kept pushing. And when easily he could have quit and found, I don't know, some other job, maybe in the service industry. Yeah. Um, so that was really, I think, motivating and what really made us kind of pause at that moment, you know, and really yeah. reflect for me, I think, uh, as, as we go on and talk about some of the episodes that have yet to be released as of this recording, um, one of those, uh, experiences that really pop out to me, uh, was the conversation that we had with Elisa. Yeah. Um, so yeah. she, for, so for those who haven't seen the episode, um, it's the one that we released right before this one, episode 29, but it's with Elisa. She's the CEO of Lash Beauty Salon. Yep. Um, and she, uh, essentially describes her journey of going through, um, you know, going to UW Bothell, uh, and trying to find her purpose. And she found it through, um, doing lashes on the side throughout that experience. And then she went on to go to Columbia university, um, and focused a lot of her education around drug addiction and, in in treatment and, and, all, and all that throughout that experience, she, um, started her own business and she was talking with us about an experience where, uh, she was dealing with an, a client who, uh, I believe was an addict. Yeah. Um, and during COVID, uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic, um, she was doing workout, of her um out of her home and uh we'll just roll the clip right now but uh it's a really really interesting story during quarantine you know when the salons were being shut down so i was taking whoever was comfortable at my house she came over and (laughs) she like took her pants off at this point i'm like wait what is going on then she's like oh can i use the restroom so i was like yeah go use the restroom she was in there for like maybe 20, 30 minutes. I could hear her going through my, like my drawers. Ooh. I was like, okay, now at this point, I don't think she's using the bathroom. Like something is not right. When I went into the restroom, I could smell, kind of smelled like cigarettes, but it wasn't. She came out and she's like, oh, can I look around your house? And I was like, um, mm. no, I need you to lay down. And like, we need to get started right now. She laid down and I literally thought she died. Like when we were done, I was like, hey, we're done. She didn't get up. So I was scared. So then I started shaking her. I was like, hey, get up, get up. Then she got up like nothing happened. It was like, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I just worked out this morning. So I was so tired. These stories, you know, sometimes like we get people in here like, you know, like Elisa, perfect example. We've never met her before. She flew, flew from Cali and yeah. we ended up having like such a great organic conversation with her, you know, and just reflecting on this season and on the podcast and everything. 
this is honestly what I wanted out of this. Like when I first started like doing podcasting, you know, when we first started this mm -hmm. iteration of the untapped potential podcast, I really just wanted to meet cool people that I would have probably never met before and hear stories that I would have never heard before. Cause honestly, ultimately what happens with me is I come away inspired by these conversations and right. I just bring like a new outlook to everything else that I do because it's like, I'm bringing a piece of these people with me. And I think that that's just what life is about, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been cool. It's been a yeah. solid season. So thank you for all those who have come onto the show. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability. Yeah. I think that was um, that was something that was really special with our podcast that you don't really see too often. People get really vulnerable in these chairs. Yeah, no, seriously. And that we were actually talking about that today. Like we're like, man, you know, some of these people, like you know, they've been on other podcasts. So we just gotta like you know, make sure we don't ask the same questions and stuff. Right. And like, I think like, I just, it made me take a step back and be like, you know, what's different about us, you know? Cause when I think about it on, from a business perspective, like as a business, you got to add value in a specific way, especially if mm -hmm. you have like quote unquote competitors. Like it's like not a comp, I don't see it as a competition with other podcasts. So I don't mean yeah. to put it like that, but you know, like we have to offer something different of value for people to tune into us. And I think the value that we provide is that, you know, we focus on the people you know, and their stories as people and where they're from and, you know, what inspires them. And then we get into like, you know, what they do now kind mm -hmm. of on top of that. That's like the cherry on top, but we want to get to the root of it. It's like, who are you and what's your purpose and what do you want to yeah. do? I just want to take some time too to like recognize Darcy, who's over here on the audio as well. <laughs> you know, she's been doing great all season. Um, Mitch yeah, money over Mitch. there on the, on the video, dude has been behind that thing for 30 episodes already, man. Yeah, I don't think Mitch gets work. enough like credit, man. And Darcy too. If you're like, watching this episode, Mitch is the guy that's switching the cameras between us. Yeah. So he like, puts in a lot of work, man. There's a lot of equipment. We talked about this already on the, at the season finale of season one, but I just want to let y'all know there's more equipment now. There's more work. Darcy's officially part of the team. She's been here every episode. So we pretty much like, it's a four person like it's project. Yeah. Like this is not something we just slapped together. Honestly, I want to give you your flowers too, Chris, because like, dude, you edit all the videos, all the audio, uh, all the reels. And like, man, like this, this is like a production. Like there's yeah. a lot of work that goes into this. This is not, <laughs> this is not like slapped together. And like, we're really passionate about this. This is something that we really take a lot of time to do. So, um, for everybody who tunes in and supports us, we're super thankful for that. Yeah. And we want to hear from you guys, you know, what, what do you guys want to see from us next season? You know, it's, it's a constantly evolving, um, passion project. I, I want to say, so yeah. we're open to different ideas. If you want to see us live comment below, um, if you, you know, have any ideas for guests, feel free to throw it in the comments. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah, for real. We were just talking with uh, the guys at Mediums Collective. We interviewed, their interview will be out as well. That interview had a lot of great moments too, by right. the way. Um, but yeah, we were talking about possibly doing like a live uh, podcast with them. So, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, don't think that we're like, just, we don't put ourselves on a pedestal. Like if you reach out to us, you hit us up through the DMs, phone call, whatever, email. We'll talk back. Like you talk to us, we'll talk back. Like we're willing to work. Um, if you have ideas, you know, we're willing to hear them. And yeah, like, like Chris said, this is a passion project. So yeah. like, you know, we're willing to like flip the script and do whatever. So uh, let us know, keep in touch. Well, with that, Max, I think that wraps up season two. Yeah, there we go. And we'll be back for season three sometime in, in March, I think. Sometime in March. Yeah. March of 2022. So make sure to stay tuned. 
Um, make sure to subscribe, like this video. It helps us in the algorithm. And make sure to follow us on, on Instagram and especially TikTok. Tick, TikTok's TikTok's up there, blowing man. up. It's going to be like the new Instagram, honestly. Right. So, right. yeah, leave a comment, too. That helps as well. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for following with us and sticking with us all season uh, through episode 30. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, let's end it with the clap. Let's go. <laughs> season two. <laughs>